And I'm Sarah. And this is Nightmares Before Bed in the news. How are you today? I'm doing well. Uh, I have a ton of news. Some of it funny, some of it not so funny. (laughs) You always have my serious ones that I have to listen to people dying and however you've come across with some really good ones too that make me smile instead of cringe so i yeah i started to follow up with <laughs> one today that starts us off on the right foot not such a downer it's not like a, a fan of blood and i did go and watch that video by the way uh-huh, how'd that go <laughs> i wasn't is graphic uh-huh you thought it would be is a, but man she was traumatized for life oh yeah traumatized for sure but i don't think in the video you also get to see them like taking the fan down no and i was waiting for that right. too because i couldn't find a video of that either i was promised blood because that that would have brought the the goo that yeah and see it was just like a person soup but you're not starting with person soup. Nope, no person soup. But there is a body in a dinosaur statue. How, how do you inside of in, the statue? Which was the question I had <laughs> when I read the title. Okay, inside. tell me more. So the body of a missing man has been found inside of a Spanish dinosaur statue. Spanish because Spanish? it's in Spain. Okay, I'm like, <laughs> what makes it a Spanish dinosaur? That makes more sense now. Thank you. Um, it had a sombrero. No. <laughs> Jesus, that would be Mexican. Okay, go. <laughs> Spanish police are investigating the deaths of a 39-year-old man whose body was found inside a dinosaur statue. Authorities were alerted Saturday after a father and son noticed the smell emanating from a papier-mâché figure in the Santa Clomeda de Garda, a suburb of Barcelona. The father then saw the corpse through a crack in the Stegosaurus's oh, hollow leg. Police... So gross. <laughs> And the kids traumatized for life. Uh, police said the man had been reported missing by his family, and no foul play is suspected. Then how did he get in there? Three fire brigade teams were called to the scene after the body was discovered, and the firefighters cut open the dinosaur d- leg to retrieve the person. Local media reports that the man, who has not been named, was trying to retrieve a mobile phone that had been dropped inside the statue, and then he fell inside the decorative figure and was left trapped upside down, unable to call for help. So there must have been some kind of opening. But do you know what this also sounds like? The one, the rolled up one? Yes. The, yeah. The wrestling mat yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah, Because this guy got trapped upside down mm-hmm. trying to get a phone in this case. Yep. And I know that case has been Shoes. reopened or yes. reinvestigated. Mm-hmm. So maybe we'll find out some more information about that one. But I thought this was interesting to say the least he was caught upside down that's not how i want to go no that would be horrible <laughs> right oh i want that smell yeah no no go for me <sighs> that was my first one so what do you have i don't even want to follow it <laughs> <laughs> all right well we're in dallas all right and like the last two weeks i've had assholes on planes okay we have more there's more assholes on planes. there are <laughs> so Southwest Airlines has banned a woman seen on video punching a flight attendant in the face. Dang. I'm just like, seriously, guys? Seriously. Do you ever want to fly again in your life? Then stop being a twat. The answer is no. Apparently. They don't. You can't hit people and you can't say bomb. (laughs) Important rules to follow. Who knew? 
So an airline executive disclosed the ban Thursday in a message to employees. The incident happened shortly after a plane from Sacramento, California, landed in San Diego. So it wasn't even a long trip right. on Sunday morning. San Diego Harbor Police arrested, and I'm probably going to butcher this one too. I'm going to say it's Viviana. Mm-hmm. Quona's 28 and charged her with felony battery. Damn. The airline said the passenger ignored instructions from the flight attendants before assaulting her. A brief video posted by another person on the flight shows the woman punching the flight attendant and a male passenger who interceding to stop the attack. The passenger repeatedly ignored the standard in-flight instructions and became verbally and physically abusive upon landing, said a Southwest spokesman. Like, you were almost off. You almost finished you, your you flight. You could have done it. And there again, that is not a long flight from Sacramento to San Diego. No. Just just do what you're told. <laughs> the police said Thursday that... Quones is five foot five, 175 pounds, and the flight attendant suffered serious injuries. The president of Hurry Flight Union said she lost two teeth. Dang. So, yeah. Sonia LaCour, Southwest Vice President of In Flight Operations, told flight attendants that the airline is in process for permanently banning passengers, and the passenger involved in the most recent incident has been advised that she may no longer fly on Southwest Airlines. I think she should be banned on all of them because she's just going to assault somebody else, probably. Right. The Dallas-based airline has not revealed the name of the flight attendant who was treated at the San Diego hospital and released. Uh, she said she had contacted her and will continue to provide the support she needs. So I appreciate their flight union taking care of their own mm -hmm. and standing up against yeah. assholes like this. Right. But you knocked somebody's teeth out because you couldn't handle instructions. That's not a great way to end your flight, for sure. No! Getting arrested for a felony? Good job. Good Don't job. do it. <laughs> uh, well, I'm going to take us off of a plane. Okay. To a national park. Ooh, which one? Yellowstone. Okay. So Yellowstone National Park is asking for help to identify a woman who approached bears, which is illegal, by the way. Yellowstone Park Rangers are asking for help to identify a woman who was last seen approaching grizzly bears in Roaring Mountains area. Uh-oh. The woman approached a female grizzly and her two cubs around 4.45 p.m. on she May 10th. She got eaten. I already solved the problem. <laughs> you would think. At the north end of the Roaring Mountain parking lot, Rangers said on social media posts. The mother bear charged the woman. Yeah. And she walked away from the bears. Um, the ranger said, the woman appears to be in her mid-30s with brown hair and wearing black clothes, which could be me, but I promise it wasn't. Um, <laughs> Haven't been to Yellowstone. You know, and then it just gives you all of the deets on how to reach them. But. Was there a video? Have, like a video. <laughs> so that woman. In the black is yes. who they're looking for. Yes. Oh, my god. And yeah, oh, my God. Of course, don't approach a bear. <laughs> I don't feel sorry if she does end up being eaten by something because. Well, she obviously got out of there, but like. I know, but still. Don't do it, bro. Wild animals in Yellowstone National Park are exactly that. They're wild. When an animal is near a trail, a boardwalk, a parking lot, or a developed area, even visitors must give it space. Yep. 
Yellowstone National Park guidelines state that visitors must stay 25 yards away from all large animals, bison, elk, sheep, deer, moose, and coyotes, and at least 100 yards away from bears and wolves. They will eat you. They will eat you. Especially without... if it's a mama bear. Well, that's what I was going to say. That was really stupid with the cubs. Oh, you're... Yeah. Yeah. So um, they're looking for, if you know her... Uh, Turn her in. <laughs> Do us all of it. Do the bears a favor. Yeah. Look out for the bears. Because that's what really matters. Right? Guess where we're going. Mm, is it Florida? It's fucking Florida. Ah, how did I know? Because Florida always has to make their appearance. So, six low-tech thieves. I don't know why we're going to call them that. Snagged $740,000 worth of donations out of church mailboxes. And then used the money for cars, clothes, and to wire cash back to their native Romania. Dang. That's a lot of money to be taken from a church. I Shame. mean, like, low-tech worked for him, apparently. <laughs> yeah. So four sacrilegious thieves were arrested on Wednesday. But two of the men are still on the loose, said the Florida Department of Law Enforcement. Hmm. This low-tech yet well-organized effort to steal hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of mail-in charitable donations at the time when donations would have been needed the most has been stopped. The department commissioner, Rick, said in a statement, the men took more than 1,500 checks from 636 churches. That's a lot. That is a lot. The six operated out of Orlando, but traveled throughout the state and elsewhere, sometimes hitting as many as 85 churches in one day. Damn. Some churches were hit multiple times, the release said. They used aliases to deposit the donation checks into bank accounts, then withdrew the money at ATMs before the banks caught on, the cops had said. They allegedly used the money for themselves, but also sent high-value wire transfers back home. The churches depend on donations from generous members of the community to operate and serve those in need, said the state attorney general, Ashley Moody, in the statement. I cannot believe people are stealing money. I mean, from churches. From but the I church, can yeah. see it, but it's pretty flippant despicable, if you ask me. Yeah. They are all facing charges, including conspiracy to commit racketeering, grand theft, and money laundering. An investigation was sparked in December when Cape Coral Police found 24 churches in Lee County were hit by the scam alone. Mm -hmm. The probe into the thieves expanded beyond the local jurisdiction and became a multiple law enforcement search. Wow. They in trouble. You in real trouble. $740,000. That's a lot of money. And donations that were going for churches. Like, uh-huh. There's our low point. The low point? I don't know. This article title is probably a low point. Oh, what now? So we're going to hop up across the pond over <laughs> to England. We're hopping across the pond. Okay. Uh. The article reads, cheese photo leads to arrest of big cheese drug dealer at Liverpool. Oh, my God. Uh, so a drug dealer in England, uh, city of Liverpool, thought he was the big cheese until police got all the evidence oh, the they needed to arrest puns him. are terrible. <laughs> right? <laughs> okay. From a picture he shared of himself holding a small block <laughs> of cheese. Carl Stewart, 39, was sentenced to 13 years and six months in prison. Oh, yeah, at the Liverpool Crown Court last week after he pled guilty to conspiracy to supply cocaine, conspiracy, <laughs> yeah, supply heroin, MDMA, and ketamine. He just was well-rounded. In transferring of criminal property. Uh, <laughs> I mean, if you're going to hit it, hit it all, right? Right. 
So were it not for the photo he shared of himself holding that block of cheese from the British retailer Marks and Spencer, he could still well be supplying large amounts of drugs to the country. Stewart was arrested after he posted the photo on the encrypted messaging service Eurochat via his handle, Toffee Force. (laughs) (laughs) And you couldn't think of a better name. Nope. Unbeknownst to him, the service had been cracked by the police in Europe. And from that, his palm and fingerprints were analyzed from the photo that's impressive from a photo from a photo yep um had he said that he had been caught out by his love of the cheese (laughs) oh my god Stuart isn't alone in having his criminal activities brought to a premature end by his activities on Eurotrat. Um, Mary Slider, please say about 60,000 users have been identified worldwide with about wow. 10,000 of them in the UK. That's a lot. Right? All are said to be involved in coordinating and planning the supply and distribution of drugs and weapons, money and laundering, and other criminal activities. Mary Slider, please have arrested more than 60 people as part of this operation, which is called Operation Vintech. And three more criminals are sentenced to long-term prison terms on Wednesday. And three more are due for sentencing last Thursday. So, uh, Sean Harrison was one of those. He was sentenced to 10 years after he pled guilty to conspiracy to supply cocaine and cannabis. (laughs) And uh, he was caught after he revealed personal details of himself on Eurochat, on which he went by the handle Scantby and Sanfret. Uh, I just want to know where they're coming up with that. (laughs) Right? Other law enforcement agencies across the world will have no stone unturned in the pursuit of people who think that they are above the law. And we will continue to target anyone involved in serious organized crime to keep this positive momentum going, (laughs) said one of the officers. That's amazing. It was. Because of a picture you decided to post. Well, we're going back over here. All right. And now we're going to Georgia. Georgia. And this one made me giggle. Tell me more. An Atlanta mayoral candidate who voted to defund millions of dollars from the local police department's Mm. budget reportedly had his car stolen by a group of young thieves. Oopsie. (laughs) (laughs) So city council member Antonio Brown had just gotten out of his white Mercedes coupe, which could not be any better even if I asked for it, to speak to his fellow community leader... Ben Norman, Mm. in the Northwest Atlanta Dixie Hills community Uh when he spotted four or five youngsters, the youngest being only six or seven. The children were walking around the store, but within seconds were inside his car. (laughs) Whoops. That's amazing. One of the kids got into the driver's seat, Brown told the outlet. Then Ben attempted to open the door to get him out. He fought with him, and then he engaged with him to try to get him out. The three other kids were trying to figure out how to get the car started. Well, all they had to do was hit the gas, and Ben let go. Oh! As he started to speed up, I knew if I didn't let go, I'd probably have killed myself because he was going so fast. Yeah, yeah, you maybe you have. think it's <laughs> and he didn't want to get hurt, so he let go. Okay, Brown said he filed a port a report, but guess who he filed it with? The, the fucking police department. Whoopsie, <laughs> <laughs> authorities confirmed that they found his car a few hours later, but did not make any arrests, <laughs> which is a fitting end. <laughs> yeah. And he says it appeared that the kids acted out of desperation. 
A Mercedes is desperation. Yep, of course it is. He says that this is a general poverty issue. The kids are out and it's 1230 in the afternoon. Why aren't they in school? Well, if, are they are they in school or are they? If he really thought that was the major force behind that, uh, I don't know why he called the police, other than the fact that he was going to claim that on his rich person insurance it, for his rich person car. <laughs> for his Mercedes. Sounds too. like he could really, you know, make a dent in this but all by himself. All right? Just what saying. I thought. Brian, who's, uh, Brown, who's under indictment on several other fraud charges related to illegal incidents that oh. have occurred over the years before he took city council in 2019, launched his mayoral run on the platform of reimagining public safety and like, policing look, bro. in Atlanta. So he is under investigation For now. fraud. Are we sure he didn't fraudulently purchase this Mercedes? Oh, my God. I... I, it couldn't have happened to a better person. He is one of seven council members who voted in support of the ordinance, which would withhold $73 million from the police department budget. Mm. They have drafted a plan to, quote, reinvent the city's cultural policing. Yeah, there again, put your Mercedes coupe money somewhere mm-hmm. instead of trying to put the blame elsewhere. Right. So it was narrowly voted down, according to the report. I just, yeah, there you go. Kids stole his Mercedes coupe, and who did he call? The police. Oh, my God. He had to call the police. There you go. It's so terrible. Poor man. Poor man. Had his Mercedes stolen. Okay. Super terrible thing to me to say, but I'm going to say it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm all ears. All right. So we know he's being investigated for fraud, right? Yes, he is. Multiple charges. Multiple charges. How likely did he try to hire some underprivileged children for a job. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, I to which they performed, and he had to call the police. You know, to get the report that... so that he could claim insurance money. Oh, damn, so many layers. Of but this they one. found that car and they did their job. Darn those police! He was really just riding out the thirty days <laughs> so they could get reimbursed for a stolen car. <laughs> it's. It, it, I mean, it happens. So many questions left on that one. See, we're going to have to follow up on that one because, yeah. It's just like so the layers of dirt get deeper. I know. He isn't. I mean. See, I want to look up the fraud charges and everything Right. I was like, with the fraud charges, he's not coming out smelling like all roses on this thing. No, no, he's not. So my last one for the day is a little bit of a downer. (sighs) Okay. What's your downer? So you should have ended with Statue Man. I know. I thought about it, but then I was like, I want to start nice. <laughs> it's really bad if that's considered nice. Okay. Well, interesting at least. I agree with. It's it. not every day somebody dies upside down in a Stegosaurus, and it's a Spanish one. A Have Spanish. <laughs> so a few years ago, there was an undergrad who was, they believe, kidnapped and murdered. And they later arrested a farm laborer for it. Mm -hmm. Um, So a farm laborer was found guilty on Friday in the abduction killing of an Iowa college student who vanished while out for a run in 2018 and will face life behind bars for crime that shocked the nation. A 12-member jury unanimously found Christian Bejano Rivera guilty of first-degree murder in the attack on the University of Iowa student Molly Tibbetts who was described as so kind and friendly that investigators could find no one who spoke badly about her. 
Um, Rivera, who came to the U.S. illegally from Mexico as a teenager, will be sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. Judge Joel Yates ordered Rivera, who had been in custody since his 2018 arrest, to be held without bond pending July 15th sentencing. The verdict came after a two-week trial um, at the Scott County Courthouse in Davenport, and in the case that fueled public anger against illegal immigrants and concerns about random violence against women, the jury, which included nine white members and three Hispanic, Latino, or Spanish descendants, and deliberated for seven hours on Thursday and Friday. This was the verdict that the evidence demanded, one of the prosecutors said. And uh, it said that the verdict was an emotional moment for the family of the Tibbets, calling the outcome uh, weight off everyone's shoulders. So that guy's going away for a while, uh, life to be specific. But it was something that was really in the news around here at the yeah. time that it happened because it was shortly, you know, it's like a new school year. Then there was that tension around the illegal immigrant question. Yep. Because that's what Rivera happened to be mm-hmm. at that time. And, you know, it was a very tense time in the nation as a whole anyway. So. You know what angers me? What? Like, to a really bad point. That happened in 2018. Yeah. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know exactly what you're saying. And it still took three years. It took three years, but and I have no end in sight yet. So. so I will say it took three years. Also, I would say much less contra- like as far as the straightforwardness of the justice. Yeah, there's intended. no straightforward in mine. Yeah, yeah. It would. I think those are the only differences I see. <laughs> it seems very straightforward. Mine is straightforward. It. I can't. I can't. I know. <laughs> I know. I am sure that there were a ton of motions in this one. I'll just put it that way. <laughs> but they did finally. It took this trial took two weeks. It said, and they only deliberated for two seven weeks. Hours. Is just a drop in the hat, right? Like seriously. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, think about it uh, for everyone else, the three years that it took to get to that point. Because he was arrested, I feel like, shortly after she her body was discovered. It wasn't too terrible long. It wasn't like months and months. It was a few weeks, maybe. Mine wasn't either. Well, I know that. <laughs> but that's a whole other story, Sarah. I know. I can still be angry. I'm you can happy be that ang- they have resolution, but I'm pissed off that I Right. Know. And he hasn't been sentenced yet. That's to come, but it's yeah. going to be life. It doesn't matter. The trial process is finished. Yes. Yeah. I can be jealous. You can be jealous. Now, what is the last thing you've got? <laughs> You're like, all right, Sarah, move this shit on. No, I just have to like remind you. I have to con- simmer down over simmer there. Simmer down, Sarah. We're going to talk about penises now. Oh, so. okay. All right. I'm in. Go ahead and tell us. So we're going over to Spain. Okay. And a waitress in Spain has been arrested for a report, and I don't think she should have been, (laughs) for reportedly cutting off the penis of her boss Mm. after he allegedly attempted to sexually assault her. I'd have chopped it off, too. Right? Good for her. The woman was arrested on Monday, but officers say the local police department, after she allegedly cut off his penis while working a shift in the bar, um, 
Well, she claims that she grabbed a knife and cut her employees or employers genitalia after he tried to sexually assault her during the shift around midnight on Monday. The following or following the incident, she called the authorities. So afterwards, she did call the cops. Right. And emergency services to the bar who transported the man who owns the bar Mm. to the hospital for an emergency operation to attempt to reattach his penis. Did it work? Did they tell us? Uh, I don't think so. (laughs) Just leave it off. You start sexually assaulting people, just chop it off and leave it off. So they reported that the woman said she acted in self-defense during the incident and claimed that Monday's alleged attack was not the first time her boss attempted to sexually assault her. Mm. She told police that he had forced her to have sex with him on multiple other occasions. Chop that off. The bar owner remains in the hospital, according to the news. After receiving treatment for his injury, and the woman is being held at the regional police station and is currently unclear whether his treatment was successful or not. Mm. Yeah. Somebody asked. I'm glad they did. <laughs> yeah, I want to know too. Right? It's just, I just need to know. I want to follow up on it because I really don't think she should have been arrested on that one. Mm-hmm. Especially if he had done it multiple times and she just is fed up with it. You chop that sucker off and I hope it wasn't reattached. Yeah, that's... Chop it off. No bueno on that. That guy just needs to uh, see himself away from the situation. Whether he still has all of his parts or not. <laughs> I'm kind of there again. I hope he doesn't. I really, truly hope he doesn't. Right? It would make me... See, that's the way that can make it all happy for me. Hoping you feel like he got his due. <laughs> yes, if you're gonna go around doing that just because you're a bar owner and they work for you or anything, and it doesn't even have to be that, just keep your hands to yourself, yourself, and keep your penis to yourself and in your pants. Mm-hmm. And uh, if your penis wasn't out, she wouldn't have been able to chop it off. So obviously, correct. There was something going on, right? Agreed. Like it's, and she's the one who called the cops. So it's very difficult to get that appendage out to slice off if that person is not incapacitated and able to run away of their own volition. Correct. Agreed. And she did call the cops on herself, so points for her. I think she was more or less calling the, you know, there's a man who's bleeding. I did chop his penis off, but he did try to rape me and has on multiple occasions. Um, So I dealt with it. But I don't necessarily think that he should die. So maybe you want to get somebody here to help him out. <laughs> just don't reattach the appendage just, and we'll be just fine. Just help him not die. <laughs> so just sew that sucker up. Yeah. So we got uh, dead bodies and dinosaurs. Yes. Chopped off penises. Yes. Stealing from the church. <laughs> and drug dealers getting caught with cheese pictures. I mean, that might be my favorite of the day. Yeah. There's, a, there's some good things this week. Cheese. So I could have known. Only hope that next week is this good. Oh, you know it will be. Yep. So join us next time, guys. And until then, we'll see you. Thanks. Bye.